0: On this episode of the Chop Up, we get into the entertainment chop and ask the question, can you separate the art from the artist? From some of the most scandalous statements and actions from some of our favorite celebrities, we try to figure out how are we supposed to respond when they show us who they really are. And then we get into the excellence chop. The spotlight is on Arielle Johnson of Amalgam Comments and Coffee, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This black woman is on the move, defying expectations and putting comic book stores back on the map on the East Coast. Lastly, Representing for the Lost Tribe, we get into the elections chop as consciously and our guest Dominique get into the Ballot of the Bullet, a legendary speech by Malcolm X that shapes the way that black people in America orient themselves politically in this country on the day to day. But we have to figure it out. Were we missing something in that message? And what do we need to understand about Election Day coming up in less than a week? You know we got the music on deck with T. Lee and Mepham coming in with some amazing jams to flow through the show. But listen, if you have some art, if you have prose, instrumentals, poetry, rap, hip-hop, if you sing in a song, listen. If it's hot, we want to play it on the Chop Up. So send it in. The Chop Up email at gmail.com. The Chop Up email, gmail. Dot .com without further ado it's time for the show y'all strap it in it's time for the chop up
1: this is the chop up, this is the chop up, this is the chop up and no one can do it live My name is G, the coolest Allow me to do the honor I'm with my sister Toya G and she's straight out of KC Moved to the west coast but still gon' keep it G We got together to give the people something that's free The chop up should come off organically cause on the mic, on the phone We gonna have these conversations anyway And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media And you can chop up any day cause you can stream us in any place and then I say I was Cam G the coolest. Had to reel you in if you never knew us. Straight from Dallas, Texas, making OG maneuvers. And this is a recording where no one can do it. Live-up. This is the chop up. This is the chop up.
2: Yo, yo, what's going on? This is the chop up. It's your boy Cam G the coolest. And you know it's your girl Toya G. What's going on? Hey, I'm glad to be here, and we got another friend, or a returning friend. What's up, Domo? How you doing? What's good? What's good?
1: Speak glad for to you. be back. Speak We're to the to people.
0: Hello, people. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. We in this thing. Uh, definitely excited for this week's episode. We got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. Why don't you go ahead and uh, bring us in?
2: So, first topic today is the entertainment shop. <laughs> Can you separate the art from the artist? Um, for me personally, that's something that's been on my mind, uh, especially with the Nate Parker, Birth of a Nation, uh, hearing about the Derrick Rose trial. Right. Um, and just kind of reflecting on some past uh, cases, like even even Michael Jackson. Like, can you separate the art from the artist? Because, you know, recently you had uh, D. Rose, who was found not liable in his, uh, his rape case. Um, and then you had Nate Parker, who was acquitted and the, right. the victim eventually committed suicide um so these are some troubling things especially after you read the transcripts in in, in these cases and it just, it's just is something i think it's a definitely a pertinent question like can you separate the art from the artist like
0: I mean, I think um, it's a real question. Dominique is mad because you brought up Michael Jackson <laughs> and you brought Michael Jackson to the situation. <clears throat> I oh, yeah,
2: definitely had to because uh, it's, he he was acquitted just like everyone else, but I mean there's not this, guilty there's it's a presumption on the record of, of there's this presumption of of guilt on on others, so you know especially with a crime around?
0: with crimes as serious as like sexual abuse and violence and stuff like that, you know it's not really. Yeah. As easy as just being like, okay, so here's another album. Forget about it, you know. So, I mean, a lot of people. Dominique, how you feel? Like, Damo, was good.
3: Uh, to be honest, no, no, you no cannot what? separate the uh, art from the artist. Okay. I mean, because mm-hmm. like when we, when, why do we appreciate art? And why and why do we hold artists in such you know high regard? And that's because that they they create you know from within. They, right. They they take whatever their medium is and produce from nothing, whether it's like a blank uh, page, uh, tablet, whatever. And so what they produce, it's also a lot of what they think, how they feel, uh, how they orient themselves to the world. And so we all know that, uh, although there may be some things that aren't, uh, that aren't as like explicit and like, whether it's like a a particular bias or a typical uh, uh, understanding of the world, it may not be explicit, but it's in there. You know what I mean. And so, uh, in a lot of ways, it, it sometimes we just gotta we, we gotta take we have to take the good with the bad. We have to understand that. I mean, it, there are those imperfections in there, and they come from the fact that these are people that we're dealing with. Right. You know what I mean? So mm. when we try to separate the uh, the art from the artist, we create almost a, a, a different understanding of like who that person is, as such. You know that like the celebrity as opposed to, to like to the person. And so when they do crazy things and or things we disagree with, we become confused because we have this uh this idolized perception of like what what they are based on the uh the piece uh, the piece of them that we know
0: they are so wait, I'm confused are you saying we so we can? Separate the art from the artist. You cannot.
3: You cannot
0: separate you cannot. the art from the artist.
3: You gotta. You you gotta take the good with the bad.
0: You gotta take the good with. You the gotta bad. take the good with the bad. But I'm if saying, what do they're... you do with that good versus bad tension, though? Right. Mm-hmm. If how like, what's the threshold for bad to where I don't really rock with what you're doing? Right. So like R. Kelly, prime example. Yeah. Like, I have a really hard time. Listening to his music now, but also it sucks because like think about our generation. I yeah. all three of us at some point during kindergarten graduation, fifth grade graduation, yeah, or eighth grade graduation. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Play, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We sat around and watched MTV Trapped in the Closet one through yeah. whenever they stopped yeah. playing them, and then when <laughs> yeah. they put the rest of them on YouTube, we watched the rest of them there. Yeah. Actually, no, Man, they story. had they Man, had epic. mad they had mad eps. You yeah, know what I'm it was saying? Like twenty
2: so, something. Yeah, yeah. Then.
0: I mean, stepping in the Name of Love, it's the remix to Ignition, hot and fresh out of the kitchen.
2: Go ahead, tap your foot to that. My
0: goodness gracious. And so it's so many, it's so many jams, but like, Mm -hmm. I can't, like, like I feel wrong. And it's so weird. Here's the thing about separating the art from the artist. I feel so weird because I don't really have a standard for how I pick and choose, but I can't lie and say I don't pick and choose. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that would be a story. And so, I mean, I'm, I... Ugh, i feel so icky because like okay i made a list of some other people so we already talked about uh michael jackson we talked about nate parker we talked about derrick rose um here's some other people with some tattered past that people have you know kind of ebbed and flowed with how they felt about them you got dr dre yeah. just recently mm-hmm. put on blast um for the <laughs> michelle uh, yeah. uh mm-hmm. expose or the uh, by uh the autobiography biography yeah um uh, Where, biopic, biopic mm-hmm. let me speak correctly about what it was yeah. <laughs> um but there was you know a very interesting uh depiction of what he did and his abuse in his past and how he kind of dealt dealt with that and has been highly unapologetic about it throughout his career you got bill cosby which mm-hmm. black folk are just really hung up so on what? how they felt about it and i think i saw an article today <laughs> that said that he was acquitted of some defamation some defamation charges or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so his lawyers just batting him out the park right now. Yeah. And then, of course, um, everybody moment of silence. Lord have mercy. uh' Luane does lost Weezer. his mind. The DeVol done really Sater, fell oh. off hey. his rocker Man. and started talking wild about wow. how, you know, Black Lives me. Matter don't concern him. Yeah. Ain't got
3: nothing I to do with it. I mean, it, it, this and this is the thing he about it. He
2: been gone.
3: This, this is yeah. the thing about that, because because uh, uh, another name I want to add in here is Rick Ross, because I, I, I'll, I'll be the one to never let this go. The uh putting Molly in her drink, Sheenie. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ross. Ross. Gotta never, put him on the list. Never let it go. Never no. let it go. See, and, I, with, I
2: don't need fool with Ross though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and,
3: and, 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 and that, man. But at all. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? And that's the and, 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 and that's the thing. You know, at the end of the day, people who decide to still listen to Rick Ross accept that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 so it's not that it, I mean, we can say that we we can say that we like logically for, for our sake, for our sanity, because we don't want to stop listening to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we can say that we, we, we'll separate the art from the artist, but that's a cop out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, I
0: don't know. You say it's a cop out. G. gee, you think it's a cop out? You think that's a cop out? To say we'll separ- yeah. that, that you can separate the art from the artist? It's
3: a cop
2: out. Nah, nah, it's not. I mean honestly when I, I I watched some of the Knicks game and the first thing when I saw D Rose was the The case that just came up and reading the transcript like that came Mm -hmm. up, but then I saw him like cross kindly over, and I'm like, "Ooh, shit!" Like, yeah, here, here, he's an issue. He's an issue, (laughs) right? Yeah. So it was on it was on the forefront of my mind when I first saw him, but then I'm sitting there watching him play, and I'm still, you know, appreciating what he's doing on the court. But I also couldn't not think about what I read and what I, you know, what I heard, you know. Right. And then and, seeing, you know, seeing even the case, though, like, not the case, but afterwards, you know, taking pictures with jurors and, you know, shit like that. Yeah, that,
0: that was, was so just, cheesy. I was so upset about that. That was fake. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's just, you know, that's just it was, disgusting It, to it was
0: me, very so poor was, in taste. And and, yeah. and,
3: I, and I think that's something that reflected on Nate Parker as well. Uh, and, uh, like, and, like you said, Dr. Dre and mm-hmm. just like that. Uh, them choosing to just be completely dismissive about it. Um, mm-hmm. And th- for for whatever reason, for whatever reason, when it comes to Nate Parker or, or a nigga being found not guilty, the justice system works. Well, I mean, I think, yeah. too, yeah. though, and this you system, know, <laughs> the it, interesting it things
0: become, yeah. the, inter- the interesting question becomes, I think, from the perspective of these artists, not to defend anything, but it's like, how much, what else do I really have to do? What is my burden? What is my standard of engaging with this in a world where I've been acquitted? Or was not, you know, pre- files weren't chalk pressed against me. Like, mm-hmm. how much of, and like, so I think that was Nate Parker's frustration. Like, okay, how much of a sorry do y'all want? Like, I didn't kill that young lady. Mm-hmm. I did, I was proven not to be guilty. Mm-hmm. A court of law, you know, in a world where we live in a, the, even the legal system says there is no double jeopardy. You can't be tried mm-hmm. for the same crime twice. Like, I can, understand in the world of your argument about all of us being human right? how many times do I really have to be tried by the fire in order to really prove that either A. I did not do what I'm being accused of or B. my attempts at redemption are enough or should be enough for us to move past this human moment and let me recoup some of my life
3: me personally I would say this if there is anything that you have ever truly been sorry about it doesn't matter how many times it gets brought to your attention Mm. It does not matter. That woman's life is gone.
0: Yeah, I regardless. laugh because this makes me think about a situation that you can't live down in our little circle of delay. Oh yeah. I mean it's something that you have you know, to kind you, of be if, like. If, if, yeah, I if you that.
3: know you were wrong, yeah. every time it's brought up, you you gotta feel that dagger. Because that, that's a part of, you know, that's a part of it. You made a mistake. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in this case, the, your mistake, regardless of what, what you felt like Regardless of how you felt mm-hmm. about the situation, it was something was not right with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so in, in that case, if if somebody brings it to your attention, hey, consent was a question, even though you yeah, I had issues with that. Mm-hmm. If you have to explain that every time you owe black people, yes, black people mm-hmm. that explanation, especially black women. Yeah. That
0: explanation. I think that was what G, you was talking about kinda had you so hung up because you read the transcripts. You was like, yeah. e- even if, you know, even though the court said X, Y, and Z, this stuff is still like, nah, you can't do this. You
2: yeah. Can't. Yeah, yeah, you still was grimy yeah. for shit. And then um, you know, why after she makes you know, uh, makes her claim that you, you harassing her and stuff like that, why why do something like that? And then mm-hmm. why Make a rapey ass movie that wasn't even uh, historically factual. Yeah, in terms of Nate.
3: Then based off of, you know what I'm saying, a white man's recollection of of Nate uh, Mm. uh, Nate Turner.
2: Right, so. Yeah. uh, I don't know, I just. And then, uh, you know, seeing some of the 60 Minutes interview on him, it was like, you know, I saw that dagger hitting him when, you know, when the question was brought up. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that was. You know that was foul, man. Now, mm-hmm. this, now this woman gone, you know?
3: Got to be held accountable every yeah. time. And that's, every that's, time. That's, what,
2: that's the thing. Okay. So, so before, well, I was going to ask, like, so do we do we watch the movie or not? I
3: I, I don't think those two questions, I, I don't think those, I don't think the question of whether or not you think he's guilty or wrong or anything mm-hmm. uh, has to do uh has to do with uh, whether or not you watch the movie, not because you separate the, like separate the art, mm-hmm. but it's a question of is it worth it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if you, you know, it's it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Right at the end of the day, yep. it's a movie.
0: I mean, but people, people's, <laughs> people's ultimate logic for not going to go see it is not, do I miss this great moment of artistry for the sake of what I believe in or not? It's like, do I put money in this nigga's pockets knowing I don't agree with his politics? I think that's mm-hmm. a lot of people's like. I,
3: but I mean, at the sa- yeah. you know, at the same it's time,
2: it's easy to do. It's easier to not go. Like, oh, right. It's like, nah, I'm good. Right. <laughs> and,
3: and and I think that's why it's not as much as of a debate. You know what I mean? If you if you if you want to see the story, if you think it's valuable yeah. seeing the story, then then go, go see, see it. the story. Yeah. Regardless of what you think about him, and that's not separating the, like him from the art because like he didn't produce the story of of Nat Turner. You know what I mean? He just put he just put it on the screen. I mean, but you could see some of his politics play out in right. that movie. Right. You know what I mean? Like the way like how he had the master by, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, all of that. All of that. And so uh it it's it it like I said, we choose like we 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 accept them for who they are. We accept it for what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, we we accept um I I like we accepted Rick Ross. We accepted uh uh, you like, Cause special allegations are rape, so especially allegations of race. So
0: Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, can you still come to the barbecue? or he done? <clears throat> like, what you saying? We accepting <laughs> him or like, uh, what are we doing? Cause uh, I heard he got nah, traded. Nah. I seen some memes today that say he got traded for some white people to come to the barbecue. <laughs> no, they, no, they started picking white folk. I think they said I ain't never yeah, seen Lil Lil ain't power. They said the, the little world. white man from power can come, Keep and Lil Wayne can't
2: come.
0: Home. Man, look, since no. we don't. like nah, nah, Wayne can't come. Nah, way can't come.
3: Man, nah, you nah, you good.
2: Bro. He was you too good. passionate. He man,
0: was too man, passionate man. about that. Yeah,
3: he went God on. So, so it. But it's it, it such a it's such a contradiction. Cause uh, shout out to my man George Lee on Snapchat. Found found the videos and was at a show posting videos of him at a show talking about Black Lives Matter, lie. like yeah. chanting it. Yeah, you know mm. what I mean. So it's just like, come on, you you bullshit, man. So, somebody, what,
2: my, no, so what what So why the dramatic change all of a sudden? Like, that's that what we're trying to figure out. I, I guess that's I guess that's
3: why he is invited to the picnic because we need to sit this nigga down and be like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Yeah, Miss yeah. Georgia Bush, Miss <laughs> uh, yeah, Mister Mister, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Fuck Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, you know what, you what I'm saying? saying? Like <laughs> all these songs. Come on, man.
0: Ah, listen.
2: So is he pandering at that moment? Now he's just like, I'm cool. To who?
0: I don't bro? know. I, to, I'm trying to figure out what he's doing. Ever since this man started skating, and this is no shade to the black sh- skater community, <laughs> to people who get down. and No, nah, I'm, I'm for real. Ever oh, since i started skating, that was Ever since I, I am not that, a But that's being. when it start, things started to really oh, change. Yeah. Like, that subculture really, I think, started to alter how human. he dealt with the culture where his money was at, where his kinship was at, where his support was at. You know what I'm saying? I think that really started to change how he dealt with orient orient himself. Toward his original fan base, and I mean, his bad, you but, know. I think he's stupid for that. Yeah, I um, I, mean. I actually, I, I,
3: I'm gonna have to, you know, put myself under the spotlight though, because I I adore Kobe Bryant, I mm. admire the man, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it is, crazy. And he, you know, shady right. pass, you kind of know
0: pass. Yeah, He definitely, exactly. basically, raped yeah. somebody. Raped that young lady in Colorado. I, I'm, bought man. a fat ring to um, apologize for that business. I mean, and
2: it's all good.
3: You know, and you know, it, 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 it's hard. It we you know moved. what I'm saying? But every time, you know, I like I, I want to respond and kind of push back, but you you know you can't. You feel me? You like you can't. I I, I, mm. I have to say that, like, you know, the athlete that. Uh, it that is like my, my Michael Jordan, you know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, but people
2: hated Kobe at that at that time. It was, a, it was a time period where he oh, was yeah. just hated, like LeBron. Yeah, I we're
3: mean, kind of even still. Like Kobe has never been loved. He's been respected. At He's that time, period. he was hated though. He was getting bullied oh, yeah. around the league. <laughs> yeah, you know, every arena, he was everywhere. What Dave Chappelle said—he was—he was playing for his freedom. Like, he, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he let the league have it too. Basically,
0: and I think Sorry. that's what when they had him massage all them. Uh, that's when he them, became the ball
3: hog. Him. He was like, yeah. nah, and he smushed Parker in there. Yeah, we gonna get started. We gonna get started. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but and that's why I—I I will say that you know when I hear that criticism, I have to accept it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I'm not gonna—I like—I I don't hear that criticism and be like.
0: Uh, but what I, I, I my 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 what question me, though is always going to be: How does accepting it materialize itself? Like, yeah, you've accepted it. Cool. That means you watch less of this niggas' games, none of this niggas' games. Mm. You listen to all the music. I mean, none to of the be music. Honest, only like, when it's on the radio, and you can't control it. I, I, Do you I, I, leave the room when it comes on? Like these are the questions I have for how you materialize. You internal, it.
3: like you you take like you internalize, like you take that shame. Yeah. And you keep it pushing, just like he said. He was watching. Like when, like when he was like he was watching. I'm D Rose. you as
0: a fan, not him as the. the no, 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 no. Person. I'm
3: talking about Cam. When Cam oh, was right. like when he was walk, well, watching uh, D Rose, and he was thinking about the transcript, but he was like, he, he just didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still looking good on the court, but that transcript come back up, but he's like, ah, well, he he looking good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's, it's 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 a sad reality, but that's what we do. Hmm. I'm, I mean, like, that's like that's literally what we do. We we yeah. just kind of push I it agree. out. We we and it's not that we justify it. It's not that even, I mean, some people do, you know, but it's more so we we accept it as they fall, take the criticism, and then just keep it pushing.
0: So my my response ultimately to this question in that world is kind of like this. Do we separate or should we separate the art from the artist? No, but I want to say yes. I really, really, really want to say yes. I say no because I feel like, if you flirting with blurred lines, bump bump. Shout out to uh, Robin Fick and how he also kind of fed into a rape culture that yeah. was being fueled by yes. um, the Ross business. Yeah. But I feel like if you flirt with those thin lines like that, and you fall on the wrong side of them, you gotta kind of eat that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta kind of eat that. You yeah. gotta deal with people because you played. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You you let some stuff you knew was tricky business go ahead and get in the way of a short thing you mm. knew people was buying your business your albums your product was being fans of get shows and your stuff like that you put yourself in a, a precarious position yeah. and so i you got to eat that that's also a part of being human right mm. but like it really really sucks um and and, and i i understand that and i want to say yes because of what art is right like once you create art and you are an artist that has been given a platform to do your art, to sell your product, to make your music, to play your game, you give it up to people. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the other part of it is like, then what do we understand this art to be? Like, do we, is it theirs anymore? Like, they? we really kind of own it. Like, you shouldn't be, I, I feel like if it's art and the way art is being shared and understood and creating culture and stuff like that, you don't just get to sit on art and be like, or we don't get to just connect somebody to, to to something amazing and be like, "Well, now it ain't shit" because yeah. you're terrible. Well, okay. you know what I'm saying? I think that that does us a, 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 a disservice as as human beings, as people, as as creators and curators but, of of art.
3: Well, so I mean, I, don't know. I mean, but to your point though, like I, I will still I will still argue that you can't separate the two. Yeah. But to your point, like art is also a moment in time. True. Like it's yes. a, it's it's like whether it's music. Um, like a painting, a photograph—all it's like it's it's that moment, and so uh, like I, like Kanye is a perfect example for me because this new Kanye I cannot stand. Lord have yeah. mercy, this mm-hmm. man is mm-hmm. annoying. Like but, well,
2: band tripping, but yeah, mm-hmm. but
3: it, you know if you know me, if you knew me in high school when I first started debating and getting mm-hmm. conscience and reading.
0: Like you look like Kanye. <laughs> 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 you
3: used to dress like? I mean, Kanye. I wanted to. I mean, because like that, that was like polo. the definition of. But yeah, yes, yes, he did. I definitely with had the white undershirt
0: yeah. with the, undershirt, the, with the polos, sweater vest actually, ah, with the jeans and ah. the Air Forces. Yeah, all of
3: it. And, it, and 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 you know, but it was also his message, like what he spoke to. Mm-hmm. You know, he spoke to like wanting to be cool, but also wanting to, like wanting to be smart, and yeah. and, and in, in a world where you know you were either a nerd or you were a street dude. You know, Mm -hmm. trying to find a way, trying to find a way to be, you know, respected for your, like, what makes you, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what makes you, you. But, you know, him, he really speaking to, like, culture and life, especially of black people and trying to move through that, trying to become educated, all of that. You know what I mean? And I can't, I, I can never say because of Kanye now, I won't, I can't listen to 808 or, I mean, even, yeah, 808's Heartbreaks. I still listen to late college registration. Dropout. I still oh, listen yeah. to college dropout. I still listen to graduation. I mean, mm-hmm. did I did I jam Yeezy? Yeah, Yeezys? No. Did I jam um, the the new joint? What's the new stuff? Pablo. Pablo. Did uh, I jam? I like the- uh, Life
2: of Pablo? No. Did you, know you jam I mean? um Wash the Throne? No. no <laughs> what, not nah, nah, nah. did you jam what I, I like Nah, nah. I'm, i was cool on that one, but I, I Yeah, I jam <laughs> I jammed Yeezys though. Yeah. I thought uh, yeah. After a while, I got past uh, the crazy sounds that were on there.
3: but he was, To to me, I couldn't. You know, he dropped the
2: some um, lines in there. He had some cold rhymes in there, and I, what, you know, I mean, what was, i uh, What else? Eight oh eight is definitely.
0: Eight oh eight. The 808s. Confederate
3: yeah. flag. Yeah. The Confederate flag on the on the jacket, and the Confederate flag on the tour on the tour material. Done. it. Uh, oh yeah. Which couldn't one? do it. When he put that. Uh, he put just, the just, Confederate. Yeah, flag. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, just nope. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't know. Nope. I started. I got off the Ye train way earlier than that. Really? Um, yeah. And I don't even. I don't know what happened. I just.
3: But see, but, 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 but at, at, at any point though, you can always go back to late uh late or a college dropout, late like yes. registration, Kanye and say, "I true, will jam true. and I will jam the hell out." Know like and so it's and and, and 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 so that's not necessarily separating. I had a student like,
0: give a speech about Kanye today? Yeah, and hey. and
3: that's not necessarily separating. Like the uh, that that music from Kanye. Yeah. But it's just it's like, like we, we re- it's when we remember him as. You yeah. know what yeah. i Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's, so, that's really what it is.
4: I mean,
0: I don't know. I feel like we'll never really get to a place where we have a decisive line or a standard or whatever it is, really based person to person. Um, but, I do, I think there does have to be, because I mean, we come from a world of debate, and I'll, I'll kind of conclude my thoughts on this. Like, we come from a world of argumentation and analysis where we look at an artifact, we look at a situation, we not only look at it, but who contributed it, who produced it, mm-hmm. their history, their past. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If somebody used to be a Nazi and they wrote your article that you're using <laughs> to support you we going to find out. Plus, we gonna be everything like, you, not, you talk nah, about. They it, a, right? Nazi, you you are a Nazi, right? Nazi, <laughs> <shit. ain't> Nazi. <laughs> you a Nazi, you a Nazi. You both of this shit, you a Nazi.
3: <laughs> like M's, you know, what I'm saying all of it. We're not. Here they rate, He
0: racist. You racist. Mm-hmm. Everybody who allowed this to be read in this room right now, racist. If you let this happen, you are racist as hell. Yeah, I right?
3: mean, and shout out to uh, I forget the name. Of the, I forget the name of the school uh, where David Duke, uh-huh. the ex grand wizard for the Diller, Duke, KKK, Diller Diller Diller, University, Diller, and Diller University, Shout out to Dillard University. Everybody that was out there protesting. Um, you know he running for he running for some office, mm. and Say they had somewhere. man the Senate. They was having no part and of they it. They had now they had a debate um, oh, on campus, and David Duke was a part of the debate, and they but. they didn't want to have it there. It was because Dillard is a historically black university, yeah, of course. You know mm. what I mean? They didn't want to have it there, but you know, contract they were contractually obligated to uh, go along with the uh,
2: with the program, and they they wasn't having it. <laughs> it yeah. was the, uni- the university because. They, I I read somewhere they said they didn't they weren't aware or something of that nature about his affiliations.
3: Well, like, uh, it, it's like this: is the thing when they sign the contract to do it,
2: mm-hmm. they
3: uh they don't know who who who's going to poll well enough to make the stage.
2: Oh yeah, because you have
3: to okay. be you have to be polling yeah. within a certain mm-hmm. um a certain number to even be able to be on the debate stage. Okay, that
2: makes and, more sense. And and
3: uh, surprise, surprise, David Duke. It was polled well enough to debate on the stage of a historically black university for a senate seat to represent those individuals. And so, then
2: the police get turned against the against the students. Against the students,
0: mm. Let, of course,
2: for protecting. Let's call it. The form-
0: that's called a formulaic ending. Yeah. Mm.
3: So, shout out to them.
0: But that's
3: wild. Continue.
0: Well. Uh, <laughs> can you separate the art from the artist make sure y'all make a conscious decision about who you listening to and what you're listening to my personal decision is if you can justify it you can roll with it um if you get what what dominique say you should if you think about it if you reflect on it
3: yeah
0: um then you know uh do what you have yeah, to do with that but know yeah. who you listening to i think you know what i'm saying being able to answer to some of what you allow yourself to to internalize is, is important and don't be mad so yeah, you know, no? if
3: Gucci, if Gucci is who you jam, who you love, yeah, regardless of the crazy shit that he saying,
0: yeah. you know what
2: I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, but I, <laughs> I,
0: I draw the line at Wayne because Black Lives Do Matter. Hey. <laughs> On that
2: note,
0: hey. what you feeling? Y'all feeling like some music?
2: Hey, what we, we got?
0: We got uh the young man, T. Lee Fly Mac, coming real quick at us with this Dance Forever jam. Hey. Uh, it's been on a couple things. Snoop Dogg been peeping him out, right?
2: Oh, yeah, yes. On Doggy Style Records, uh, SoundCloud page. I'll go check it out.
0: Absolutely. But uh, hey. check that SoundCloud out. Check out T. Lee Fly Mac, T. Lee Fly, M-A-C-K, on SoundCloud and Instagram. Um, Anything else to add about this young man? G, this is our boy. We went to school with this man. Anything hey.
2: else? Shout out to Greenville, putting East Texas on the map. Hey. Uh, shout out to T Lee, uh, Tim Chan, TLG, Bunk, everybody out there is rocking with Fly Mac.
0: Doing work, T Lee the Fly Mac. This is Dance Forever SoundCloud IG, but you know we playing it right here on the chop up. <laughs>
5: in love with the nightlife it's away from the wife type your mama and them keep saying it's your life right but you just tell the manager to get the lights right because you the only reason niggas hurt a night right head tight you ain't never been a fool You work at night to pay your way through school Enough ones on the floor to fill a pool Take a dip, pull up, drink, swimming pool She want a money treat just like Kendrick I remember that, baby, that's why I'm tipping I know you mentioned your friend was bartending But once again, baby, that's why I'm sipping And I'm tipping her, too Even though she give me free drinks when we talk about you Even though it still feels like an interview All the questions I answer, cause you my private dancer Her next. Her back, my pockets, my stacks. Her neck, her back. My pockets and my stacks, and my stacks. She just wanna dance forever. She just wanna dance forever. She just wanna dance forever. I know she wanna dance forever. Her neck, her back. My pockets, my stacks. Her neck, her back. My pockets and my stacks, and my stacks. She just wanna dance forever. Forever. I know she wanna dance forever and ever. I know it really ain't about the money, but then again I guess it could be. I always had, get you plenty of bread, but then again on the other hand you've been good to me. If the money stop coming, I guess we'll see. If I ever fall off, then I guess we'll see. Neither one of them about to happen, nigga. Made it rapping, shouts. out the fly, Mac and um. I would say I'm trying to save you, but you still be dancing for the public. I would say I'm trying to wipe you, but you a private dancer and I love it. And you my private dancer, come sit on my private, come ride in the cockpit, baby girl I'm the pilot, put mileage all over your body, ain't no reason to hide it, girl we love it. Her neck, her back, my pockets, my stacks, her neck, her back.
0: We are back from T. Lee to Fly Mac, jamming with some dance forever. Go ahead and find him on SoundCloud and Instagram. Support that artist. He's coming up. Snoop is paying attention. We are paying attention. Hey. We love T. Lee right here on The Up. But um, it's time for the Excellence Chop. <laughs> and on this week's episode of The Up, we are talking about Ariel Johnson, an amazing, amazing um, entrepreneur who has opened up Amalgam Comics and Coffee in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Shout Definitely putting Philly. things on the map. Um, shout out to Philly because a black woman is up there running things in the comic book world, and she's really doing her thing. How y'all feel about this? She's uh, she's she, she's killing. It. Ariel oh. Johnson is really out here. It's, it's
2: it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. I actually got a chance uh, to. I'm not big in the comics, but I do think they're cool. To look at especially the artwork, and I got to go in the comic store today. I'm just you know kind of browsing and uh, thought definitely thought about Ariel Johnson. I'm like it would be dope to, you know, go in one of those stores and. And you see a black woman in there doing a thing, got her art everywhere, and you know, just just black having that black store, and cause the store I went in today it was like that, almost like that stereotypical middle aged white man chilling in there, and it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like kind of what you expect, but you know I think it's just really dope, and um, her being on the cover of Marvel is really dope, um, two black see. women on the cover of a, a Iron Man. That's coming up, so mm-hmm. and yeah. it's with Riri Williams is the other character. <laughs> her, so they being real black out there. Yes,
0: yeah. Riri, what's up? I'm <laughs>
3: a, um, you know, I, I hate to admit it, but I'm I'm a uh, I'm a comic book nerd. Mm. You know what I mean? Don't hate and, to admit. it. Be so, yourself. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, don't be no shame. It's you know it, you know it is. Yeah. But it's it's great to see um, this emergence of uh, black people and black culture. In comic books, because it's it's something that you know you get more green, blue, yellow people you know with prominent yeah, yeah, yeah. roles than you do than you do black folk and uh and usually when you earlier on when you originally got them like everybody's loving Luke Cage for example but Luke Cage was originally a black exploitation um kind of com- a commercialization of black exploitation for Marvel to come up with a uh, superhero mm-hmm. to benefit off of uh, and so for that to now become you know, such a, a, a meaningful statement, a bulletproof yeah. black man um, mm-hmm. in, to, in today's popular culture is dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or and mm-hmm. even um, Ironheart, which is the new Iron Man. Uh, mm-hmm. She there was a, there was this huge uh, outrage about the way in which she was drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and they because the first uh, one of her variant covers shown her a little bit more sexualized that people were comfortable with and she's only like supposed to be like 14 15 years old. Mm. And so the internet, you know, Twitter went crazy and was like this is how you draw a 15 year old black girl. <laughs> and and Marvel was like, all right, cool. And they so they scrapped the cover, you know, and they, and they and they respected the wishes mm. because it's, awesome. it's, it's it's I don't know, you know, it it's it's a, it's a corporation, it's a company, mm. Mm. you know. But Marvel it, Stan Stanley and very guys, much aware. Yeah, like they they a little too hip you know, Black Panther <laughs> about to be coming out yeah. and uh, again I mean, 2018. Yeah. He, he was, he was doping in, in in the Civil War movie. I've always been a fan of Black Panther because he, Richard and Bruce Wayne, Mm -hmm. you know, run, run a country in Africa that ain't been touched by Europeans. And these, and this is, and this is, you know, stuff that was shaped by white people. You know, white people came up with the idea for this. And so, I mean, not giving them no credit at all, not giving them the credit at all, but at the same time, to be able to shape this world, right. Be able to shape this world and have, Young black people exist in this world. I mean, I think it's
0: really cool. I read uh, an interview from Ariel Johnson, um, and this kind of jives very well with, G. what you first said about your recent comic book store existence, but also you, uh, Damo, with what you just talked about in terms of this, you know, awesome diversity that's even available and at our fingertips now, is her coffee shop is very unique. One of the questions she was asked was, how do you know, how do you... Uh, craft your space and and create your space to be uh, accommodating to young black and LGBT individuals who want to come to a different environment that maybe don't, don't feel as welcomed in um, mm-hmm. generally in terms of comic book stores and she was like one of the ways I do that is by using a lot of big bright, vibrant colors very wide open spaces not that doomy musky mm-hmm. dusky dungeon mm-hmm. kind of basement feeling but really just opened it up and made comic books accessible just by the general appeal of them right mm-hmm. the the art speaks for itself like you was talking about G what you're really into in just terms of uh, the artistry and you know, a lot of the handwork and stuff like that, that's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. The plot lines is gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about creating a space for you to really get your clientele in. And people if people want comic books, they're gonna come get the comic book. So right, you got that right. audience, but you also make something appealing and accessible for people who wouldn't commonly come in. And then that's where you get to I think another question was you know, well, what types of comic books do you sell in there? She was like, well, you know, the old tried and true is what gets our audiences in. Mm-hmm. But it does give me the opportunity to now create a platform and a a space for me to slide in those other beautiful projects that don't really get a lot of airplay or a lot of eyes on them in other comic book stores yeah. and spaces. And so Amalgam is really interesting in, in terms of it being a sit-down, chill spot, a space where uh, it's, it's really open and inviting to a whole bunch of different people who need to be at the new generation of enjoying comic books especially as things go digital and and you know get less tangible <clears throat> excuse me and less physical she's really like insistent on her you know pivot on diversity being one that's embedded in the product you know what I'm saying and I, I bang with that and it's
2: and people it's, looking for that you know that physical copy nowadays and you know people kind of Rebelling from that digital, digitizing yeah. everything, you know. So that's that's pretty cool. Go ahead. And, no, and,
3: I'm, I, and I, I, oh no, you good? My fault. Uh, but as somebody who, as somebody who, as like that grew up, like in comic books, mm-hmm. but knowing people around it, you know, around me, uh, you know, kind of look down on it or whatever. Right. To if if as a kid, if I would have known that I had a black. Comic book shop
5: mm-hmm.
3: anywhere in my neighborhood, anywhere I could go, it would be it. Would, it was like it would have been like a, a my own little haven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like a safe space for me to to go and. Because to be honest, I'm the type of I, I ain't gonna lie. I be kind of sneaking and hanging around the comic book section there at Barnes and Noble <laughs> and like see what kind of uh see uh, even even at uh, the manga anime section and mm-hmm. see you know what kind of people be over there and if I see black people. I'm rapping. I'm like, what you like? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 and yeah. like, it, a lot of times they're surprised because they like, you know, they see a nigga like me <laughs> it'd be like, what? Uh, I'm like, well, I kind of <laughs> been watching. And I'm like, so i have like, I've been watching that shit too. You yeah. feel I me? Mean? Who's your favorite character? You know what I'm saying? And, and when they see- The biggest kid in the world. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but you <laughs> know, but, I mean, like what? But for real though, when, you, but, but when they see, you know, somebody like, somebody who, who, somebody like me, like somebody that you wouldn't just look at and be like, oh, he likes comic books. You know what I mean when they see fully
0: bearded, six foot two, handsome, <laughs> slender handsome. black man <laughs> with a baseball cap on. Yeah, look, just looking handsome, looking some type of
3: way. But but it's but, it's but right. it's asking, but it's asking you know asking you about comedy. It's 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 a it's a uh, it's, you you kind of see him like smiling a way mm-hmm. to where it's be like okay like it's a, a connection a oh, relationality. Yeah. Um, and for her to offer that, not even just to black people, but to like black girls, mm-hmm. uh, to mm-hmm. to right, to she introduce. Said that's
2: why she got into it. Uh, seeing Storm, Storm, seeing her yeah, in X Men was like like was life changing. Yes. So just that one character has led, you know, to this this story, and to being and, the and only it, one on the East Coast, like.
3: yeah. And you see Storm again, Storm in leadership positions. Storm mm-hmm. is, has, has led the X Men, not just been a X Man. She is a like she is one of the more respected uh, characters in in the Marvel universe. And mm-hmm. She's actually married to Black Panther and all this other shit. Like so, mm-hmm. it, it's like you know, to us, to, to us comic book nerds, that's the power couple. Like, mm-hmm. right. you know, we ain't worried about uh, Jay and B. You know what I'm saying? We we got yeah. uh, Aurora and motherfucking uh, people from Wakanda. T'Challa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you feel me? So. You know, but it's, it's 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 a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing yeah. to, to see black people in comic books and and, and branching out uh, and showing people just like something new. It ain't even you know branching I mean? out,
0: though. I think it's it's the opportunity to expose the fact that, I mean, black people come in all different types of flavors. There's always yes. some black that's folk that's up to something. Saying. We just don't know about it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's the platform hasn't existed. Um, it's not enough of them to really put it on blast. But black people are always in the mix. You better believe that.
2: Oh yeah, getting all those flavors, and you know, Luke Cage was super black, and uh, Missy Knight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: And, and and for me, and for me, you know, seeing it. To be honest, man, it's been it's been being an adult right now, growing mm-hmm. up in the '90s, having these cartoons, and then becoming an adult and and mm-hmm. having all the the best movies. Oh man. But that's but that's that's for a whole nother you know what I'm saying? Like and I can I like hard. Yeah, because like look, I didn't see all the Audi Avengers twice. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? The Captain America's the yeah. Iron Man's, I've been on it, man. This is 'cause ever since they first started coming out with the first Spider Man movie back in the day. Spider Man and X Men. You know, and they got those, to have another Sometimes reboot. I'll
0: another one like, for boy. not having enough of an imagination. So I'm not as deeply immersed in uh, the comic book world as I would like to be, that's, but that's I do. That, I have watched like, some got, things. Yeah, I've seen Luke Cage. I've seen some Daredevil. I've seen some. Oh my um, things Don't even get me started on Daredevil. Here and there and Daredevil all over the thing. Don't even so, get me started on
3: Daredevil. All I don't know. Right,
0: I'm I'm excited good. that a black girl done stuck her toe all up in um, this world that is a dominated by white folk, b dominated by men. Thor
3: is and a woman C. too. Uh huh. Thor. Like, Thor. Thor. Oh. Thor. No, nah, nah, she ain't even Thor. They ain't even change her name. They ain't even do it like they that. They just put her on. They just, like, you Thor now. You know what I mean? Well, so. Damn, Yeah. Hey, shout out to Marvel. They doing their thing. We still know what it is. Marvel. We still know what it is. <laughs> Marvel
0: doing their thing. Ariel Johnson is doing their thing. That's why we got to give it at nod during the Excellence Chop. Um, Amalgam. Comics and coffee up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. If you ever up that way and you are a comic book nerd like Dominic, you gotta do it. I'm, I'm going. Go ahead and find I'm your going. way uh, I'm up to our spot. It, Shout scared out scared to. to <laughs> Shout out to Ariel, yo, was real Alright, I think it's time we slide into some music And coming up next is an artist that goes by the name of Muffin Straight out of Manhattan, Kansas Coming real with the instrumental vibe The dankness, the real chill we need right here on the Chop Up This particular song is called Cloud And is a reflection of Muffin's approach to music Which is to take mechanical sounds and organic sounds To really mix them together with what he calls electronic chill Alright, I'm gonna let it speak for itself Without further ado, you know what it is It's Cloud I'm going to chop up. up uh you just got done listening to metham with some beautiful instrumental music the name of that song was actually cloud if you want to hear more find metham on soundcloud go ahead and look him up it's amazing music amazing jams mfm is how you spell that so go ahead and check them out on soundcloud right now let's go ahead and jump into one of my favorite sessions especially since the big day is less than a week away you know what it is it's the election shock All right, y'all. Uh, it's it's about that time. What we doing? How we feeling? What's Mm -hmm. what's going on? We nervous. We we confident. What's going on? What's good? How you feeling?
2: Uh, It's a little scary. I I participated today when hit the early poll. Did you get a sticker? I have a sticker. I wore mine for the remainder of the day. Did you put it on Facebook? Is it standard? Uh I didn't I didn't do that. That's yet. the rule. You ain't right put right it now. on Facebook so we know it's real. You don't have so it's not it wasn't real,
3: <laughs> nah, but no, listen. People who I think I <laughs> people who do that make me mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they make mm-hmm. me mad. It's, it's just like listen. I, I you know what I'm not even gonna be that person. <laughs> I'm not even gonna be that Go person. Ahead. But you know, I, I, I'm I'm not worried in, in, in the least of bits. Um do I I'm have worry about what specifically? Uh, well, I mean, it's 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 no question that mm-hmm. I'm very much against Donald Trump. In the sure. words of the great poet YG, "Fuck Donald Trump." Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fuck Donald Trump. That's mm-hmm. where we are. And With so yeah. you know, um, uh. you know, I, I like to <laughs> yeah, I, I like to have a little bit of history, you know, and 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 how and in, in the way that these go down and. Although Hillary, she's not the best candidate, uh, but I- I'll be the first one to admit I'm I'm really voting against Trump. Is that is that a, is that the best way to vote? No. I mean,
0: well, maybe. Uh, I think
2: it could be. I mean, whatever your philosophy. I is. mean,
3: for real, that's how it is for me. You know, like I, I, that's that's a risk that I just choose not to take. And if anything, at the end of the day, if if there's like this huge blowout and Donald Trump loses, or even if it's really close and Donald Trump loses. I can say that's what you get. <laughs> like, I had something to do with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it, it's really just despite Donald Trump. I don't really, you know. I not. mean, you got a reason though, right? Yeah. And I
0: think that's the bottom <laughs> line of what we want to get at on this segment of the election chop. Is uh, you know, I'm shout out to Lost Tribe. I'm definitely representing Dominique yes. in the building. Represent yeah, yeah. Lost Child. Even KG understands how we moving around out here. And so uh, Lost Tribe is really making some things happen and one of the things we, we've been doing is putting out some videos that really poke at uh some of the logic some holes in the logic that people have been using to explain how they're going to deal with these elections one of the ways uh that has recently happened is through this video that really goes back and takes a look at malcolm x's uh the Ballad of the bullet y'all familiar with that oh yeah
2: Indeed, indeed. Yeah,
0: it was an explosive uh, speech, uh, an explosive dialogue to black America that really forced and challenged them to look at what that ballot meant. But really, you know, a lot of people misunderstand it and think it's a forced choice. And so the video gets at uh, poking, you know, some holes in that understanding of how people look at the ballot of the bullet. They get to the bottom. Or it, rather, gets to the bottom of what Malcolm X is really talking about. And we throw some other analysis on there. Shout out to George Lee really being the voice that y'all are about to hear to propel this video into what it is. But right now, at Consciously, consciously, on everything, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. he blowing up all of them. The boy G Lee is really out there, (laughs) Consciously, at Consciously, go find him. But right now, we're going to listen to uh, the uh, Lost Tribe version of the Ballad of the Bullet, our understanding of it. Check this out.
4: What's Really Real, this your boy Consciously bringing you another episode of Street Academics. This episode is about the presidential election, a.k.a. the black vote, a.k.a. do your vote even count anyway? Don't shoot me down, Mr. Officer, please. Right now I'm on my knees and I'm here for my life. Bang, 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 bang was all I heard from the pistol. Why they want to take my life from me? Now, we're nearing the end of a explosive election where two of the most very unpopular and divisive candidates of our time will soon be leader of the free world. Now, many black folks are in agreement that we don't feel Trump at all. But Hillary Clinton's comments about black kids being super predators in the crime bill is hella suspect, too. So we like, shit, I don't know about voting altogether. You feel me? Some black people argue that we need to hold our right to vote in great privilege in regard to our hearts because there were lives that was fought. That and people that marched and rallied and that died for us to do so. And feeling like choosing not to vote would be a spit in those ancestors' faces who were denied their ability to participate in the process. And these the same black people that let it be known that if you don't vote, you can't complain or be mad if Donald Trump gets elected or makes shits worse. Because, hey, you ain't vote anyway. You know what I'm saying? And other black folks like, nah, we good. They watched the presidential election and Trump. Or Hillary gives a, a damn about mass incarceration or police brutality or black people. They just care about the black vote. So I don't care about them candidates anyway. These are the black folks arguing that casting a ballot only further legitimizes an illegitimate government that structured the anti-blackness and white supremacy. These black folks said it be known also that crooked Hillary not holding their vote hostage because of the boogeyman Trump. Now, both sides offer legitimate criticism of the other, but who's right? The answer is the ballot or the bullet in the battle of the bullet speech in april 1964 malcolm x argued we must understand the politics of our community and we must know what politics is supposed to produce we must know what part politics play in our lives and until we become politically mature we will always be misled led astray or deceived or maneuvered into uh, supporting someone politically who doesn't have the good of our community at heart. As explained by Malcolm X, the ballot or the bullet represents not an opposing strategies, but an ultimatum. He said it'll be the ballot or it'll be the bullet. It'll be liberty or it'll be death. And if you're not ready to pay that price, then don't use the word freedom in your vocabulary. This should not be a conversation of divisiveness, but a conversation to develop organization and understanding. Should we vote? Yes, if you have a plan. If Malcolm X and Donald Trump didn't agree on anything, it was this criticism. They take the black vote, and they say, see you again in four years. Malcolm X also criticized the way black people blindly throw away their votes to Democrats, keeping them in office. Malcolm X said, the Negro vote is key Factor and despite the fact that you were put in the position in this term, of this determinant factor, what do you get out of it? Good question. Instead of preaching of how we should be voting just because our ancestors fought for our right to vote, you should be articulating voting strategies and outlining what's to be lost and what's to be gained by electing or advocating to elect particular uh, candidates that first represent our communities and understand our community. It should also be noted. That local politics has just as much, if not more influence, if not more influence on the day-to-day realities than the presidential election. You know what's happening at City Hall is just as important about what's happening happening at the White House. If you care about voting, show people how it can work. Outline your strategy. Chill with the guilt-tripping. And if you don't want to vote because you don't believe in the system, then don't. That's cool, too, for real. But it don't make you a revolutionary. I repeat, it do not make you a revolutionary. And in fact, hashtag not voting do not does not make you a revolutionary. Not voting is an inaction. And if you're really about that revolutionary life, it's important to note that the bullet and the ballot or the bullet represents the willingness to go to any extreme to bring about the social, political, and economic freedom of your people in the event that we are denied access to a free and fair election. You already feel it that way anyway. Your argument is that we are already going through free and unfair elections. So what you doing? You may not believe in the political system or the overall effectiveness of voting. Ballots are still a tool used by white people and elites to legitimize the power that they already naturally claim. So revolutionary action is always about disturbing the comfort, the comfort they have depending on the system. Real talk, though. Let's think about it. If ballots wasn't at least kind of important, why y'all think they fight so hard and have fought so hard to keep us away from them? You know what I'm saying? They fear black people organize it. The worst thing possible is for us to mess around and use the system against them. Now, don't get it twisted. This is not a call for all niggas, African-Americans, Negroes, and black folks alike to up and run to your nearest polling place to cash your ballot. This is more of a call for us to have a consciousness and an awareness and accounting for how election periods can be used to gain black, to gain black people freedom. Now, the ballot or the bullet is not a forced choice. This is a call to strategically plan for your freedom. There is no doubt at all that the people in power already hold the ballot close to them for some reason because it ever to sustain their power. The question is, what does the ballot mean to your freedom? You feel me? This is consciously bringing you another episode of Street Academics. All
0: right, so that is our uh, kind of run back of Lost Tribes rendition um, or exploration, if you will, of the ballot on the bullet speech. But um, I really just kind of want to tease out some of what we really understood and walked away with from that, right? Because it was a lot of heavy concepts a lot of core principles that we need to be thinking about in there so what what were some of the thoughts y'all had about some of the analysis
3: uh oh go ahead cam
2: <laughs> you know i it just made me want to be more organized in in the community uh, in the community where i live like wondering you know once we organize what would our agendas be what would we push for in the political process just you know just around where i'm where i am and um you know just just wanting that type of unification to to use our our vote to to do some to to make some actual moves, but you know we need everybody to do that but um definitely was a on point video. I've been seeing a lot of people like talk down on the voting process, but I mean I very much still believe in it I just it has to be done together so yeah i mean i'm I'm definitely with it though
0: I mean I think one of the one of the interesting things that the the bottle bullet got or left me wondering, and this is not even just wondering, but this is a question I used to ask in a lot of my debate arguments, right? The policy debate is set up so that every conversation is circulated around what the state should do, what the system should do, what the government should do, how they should respond to questions. And I think a lot of times um, when black people decide not to participate, it, it, it reflects this idea of being real about the situation. Like, can a policy really even fix this? Right? Like, ain't no policy, can't no policy keep track of corruption. Can't no policy keep track of mishandling. Can't no policy keep track of apathy. Policies can't change blatant anti-blackness, racism, sexism, uh, anti-queer politics, anti-trans politics, ableism, capitalism. Like, it's not never going to be an appropriate piece of legislation that can really be codified by any group of people based on how the system works and based on human rationality right, to really solve a lot of these problems. So we are taking policy solutions to people-oriented problems. There has to be a deeper shift or completely radical change about the way we do business, in my opinion, to resolve some issues. Now, I'm saying some because I don't want to paint this sweeping broad picture like every single issue on the ballot comes down to some um larger question about humans. Sometimes we just need certain things, certain tax questions, certain propositions that are being pushed and uh, and 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 uh introduced into a community like you said, right? We need to be knowing a whole lot more about that. So what's a level of strategy that needs to back up and inform what we're doing? Are you voting on purpose? Or are you voting because you've been programmed to and because you feel some That's obligation principle. to history? You know what I'm saying? To go and participate things. And this is not to delegitimize history, but it's to be real about it. People and I say this all the time. People did not die um for our right to vote. People did not go stand out there and be abused for our, our right to vote. People did not go out there and uh, fight and labor and push and rally they were killed they were backed into corners this is a very intentional very spiteful demand not only on their citizenship and on their right to participate but on their lives right so I'm not finna sit up here and valorize their deaths and recognize them as martyrs when they never went into these situations like I'm ready I, I want to give my life they said I'm ready to give my life but I don't really believe that they said that they wanted to you know what I'm saying like this was a decision that they was making for a bigger larger state it's just a nasty dirty stanky system and really messed up people warped disgusted perturbed people who would do things like turn on hoses and release dogs and do shady things to people who was just trying to exercise the right you said they had you know what I'm saying so like I just really I want people to be intentional about what they are voting for what they are thinking about how they reflecting on the decisions on the docket and sometimes you gotta be like yeah I'm gonna vote and then other times you gotta be like I'm not and here's why just know why you're doing what you're doing that's really the message behind the ballot of the bullet. Do you, I mean.
3: Yeah, I think um, on, on, on the question of, the, of, of personnel, of like, you know, it, it, of, not, of it not being a policy problem or being a people problem, mm-hmm. that's exactly what the ballot, in, in, in the way in which Malcolm X explains it, that's exactly what that problem is supposed to solve. It's supposed to solve the people mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because the, it, it, when you look deeper into the speech, it's more about black nationalism. And the way that he say yeah. the way that he said that we achieve that by getting the, the, the leaders that we want in our neighborhood and, and, and George speaks to this in the in the video is when he's saying uh, when he talks about uh like understand uh, getting the advocating for like voting with a strategy and advocating for uh leaders that know our community and that we want in our community. You know, that that like Malcolm X is saying that's the way that we solve that problem is by voting. So if you don't like mm. the fact, if you don't like your mayor, if you don't like your city council mm-hmm. person, you can get them out of there. Mm-hmm. You can organize efforts to, to, to remove people like that from office through voting to actually change the material reality of your community. That actually can't happen. Now, are there barriers? Can they, does the, uh, uh, does the opposing forces create barriers, make it harder for uh, these things to happen? Of course they do. So what? You know what I mean? That's not that's that's never been a reason for us to not go about it. They're going if they go if they make it hard, that means it must be effective. Yeah, you know what I mean. And again, I I I have to keep saying this. I'm not an advocate of voting. Yeah, you know what I mean. I have been like I I am not. I don't trust in it. I don't don't believe in it. I don't believe in in the process. But at the same time, I as a student of philosophy, I I like to consider myself not to sound pretentious. But as someone <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, as someone who studies philosophy, I, I, I like to think that there are certain, dem, uh, uh, I would say, uh, philosophical principles
0: about uh, our democratic republic that are effective,
3: that have shown to work.
0: You know what I mean? And, and here's the thing. I'm going to tell you why I believe in ballots. You want to know why I believe in ballots, y'all? Because they believe in ballots. Yeah. That's the real reason. And, and that was yeah. one of the things that G very eloquently pointed hard. to was the fact that, um you know if if white people did not want or systems and structures of power did mm-hmm. not want or did not think that our ballots were important they wouldn't try so they hard went, to keep us away from them. what you know i'm saying i think that was very just it, it, it painted a clear picture about which side you how you have to deal with and orient yourself toward this because i mean just pride in and of itself is like i'm gonna yeah. take what you're trying to build and tear yeah. it down yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I'm gonna go in and at least finagle with your system and what you you take pride in and care about.
3: 2012, right. you have you have state senators, state officials saying we passed uh, voter ID legislation. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna get Barack Obama out of office. What? Right. What does voting out? What is what <laughs> is you know? It's 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 explicit. Even even today, 2016 in North Carolina, battleground state, where Hillary Clinton is 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 leading in the polls. Uh, some what four thousand, uh, voters, sixty percent black voters mm-hmm. are purged mm-hmm. from the voting rolls. Surprise, surprise! It, it, it's, it, mm-hmm. it, it there, there is there is a blatant effort to affect the way in which uh, uh voting occurs and the way in which you know we uh uh white people keep black people from voting. Mm-hmm. It's it's like look at all you gotta do is look at the headlines. All you gotta do is look at the headlines. If you if you Google voter ID. The Huffington Post, Washington Post, the, they talking about states repealing it because yeah. it, 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 it's blatantly targeting it's not even just communities of color. And it's
0: them trying to keep people away from the ballot is trying to keep people off the ballot. Off so the ballot. what makes mm-hmm. it a very complicated situation is not only do we get not get people in these positions of power, but we then also can't endorse the people who actually end up with the spots. So that's it's like, we damned if we don't, and we damned if we don't, we damned if we do, if we damned, if we, like we damned.
3: But that's why it's important. It, it goes right back. To your city officials, your mm-hmm. county officials, mm-hmm. because those things like like ballots and, and and vote and voting booths and all of that is ran on a county level, and so that's local politics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We have direct control over that, and so if we not if we not thinking about shit, we need to get some we need to get some niggas uh, as as voting as as uh, voting officials. Mm-hmm. If we are not thinking like that, then we already behind. Yeah, we already you know being uh, we already in a in a position where we can get left out because. Listen, people need to pay attention to these stories. All these, all these, uh, what they call, I think they call themselves the uh, voting integrity group or whatever. All they had to do was go around, go up to the voting officials and say, all of these letters came back, returned addresses for these people. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll take them off. Just like that. There was no pushback. There was no extra oh. questioning. It, it was easy. It was simple. Because yeah. it, it, it's, it's a it's a it's a uh, concerted effort. Like mm-hmm. they 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 yeah. like, they they in cahoots, if you will. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's if if we're not looking at it like, why aren't there any black people running the voting booths? Why aren't there any black voting officials? Why aren't there any black people making sure that the uh, uh, respecting actual voter integrity?
0: I think the video explains that in one way or another. Um, I think the reason why all of these logical things are not in place is one of the things um, G. Lee gets at, which is uh, the idea that they take our vote for granted, right? Niggas gonna show up anyway. Like, or the ones, enough of the ones that we need is gonna show up and they're gonna vote a certain way which is why, I mean, as much as, you know, you saying, you're not saying vote you know, for, for Hillary or you're not saying vote for all, you know, it's really hard to say vote for one person or another because in both worlds, you know, they just taking our vote for granted. Uh, uh, Donald Trump think everybody broke, stupid, <laughs> uneducated, and needs some money, so we got to vote for him, and she's just trying to inherit the Democratic vote that has been passed down through her husband, the same 57, and I'm sorry, uh, 95 and 97% voter turnout rate that Barack Obama saw for his two terms, yeah. and then also trying to come back and run that back for herself, and so... Like I think that's also something that both uh, uh, the lost shot video and that Malcolm X demand of us is that we not allow these systems to be so comfortable with how we gonna show up and what we represent and how we're gonna move around that they are we, we let them get lazy on us and, yeah. and and just give us any other thing and expect us to take, expect us to take it
3: and 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 for me again this is this is somebody who's been like I really don't give a, I, I can care less about voting but for me to now have this stance to where I'm just seeing I'm just seeing you know all these statuses and, you know, everybody ran, I don't, I'm not voting for the lesser of two evils and, you know, I, I, I'm, I, am I stand for more than that. Hillary Clinton ain't getting my vote. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, like, that's, that's fine. But what does that mean? And, and, in like, and, 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 what George says in the video is straight up. That's inaction. You're not doing anything. You know, all you're doing is, you said What?
2: I said, what was the hashtag? Oh,
3: not uh, not yeah. voting is not revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag. Yeah, hashtag. Not man, voting man. is not revolutionary. Period. Right. You right. know what I mean? So, and, and like, let's think about it. What are you doing in Because, like he says in the video, the bullet represents our willingness to go what to whatever means to uh, ex- to to uh, get what we need by any means necessary. It's Malcolm X. Right you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so if we sitting here if we sitting here saying okay I'm not voting. Okay, then what what process are you going are you going about? Exactly. Are you organizing
0: it, organizing in your community? Are you like what Doing something. are you building in other ways? <laughs> are you working with other people to create the political mm-hmm. landscape and the social landscape that you need to survive and exist like what else besides I mean, and sometimes at moments political apathy is completely understandable too, but that can't be a consistent Kind of way that you shape and mold your community and the space that you live in, because then you just underserving your existence. But like, political apathy
3: silly. is the reason mm. why we complaining about our political situation now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't care. We don't care about the fact that uh, we have senators that have been in, that that have been in office for thirty years, forty years. Yeah,
2: mm. they the, they the problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you see a change in that? Like people, like I feel like after this election, people. No, like Barack Obama had that appeal. Picking up but he.
3: Barack Obama was loved. He was adored. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton, like she's, she's she's. But it, he didn't get us
2: active in local local politics. Like we we slack. We got, um, you know, we let the Republicans get all in the House and Senate. It, I mean, it, yeah, you're and right. And locally, it's this, you know similar situation. So I'm just wondering if we're going to like see like a kind of a paradigm shift. You know, because we're now we're like our backs are to the wall in a sense as far as the presidential election, like. You know, it's people are not fucking with either one. I uh, I So Do I s I don't know, I just I feel like I kinda see that more we have these conversations and, you know, just kinda chop it up people around the way. But then you still have that, that large section that, you know, oh I'm not voting because XYZ or Well it's you know it's a
3: matter of okay, we have all these voting F- efforts, right? Like we have all um, of these people who um, whenever every four years, whenever the presidential election up there, everybody's in our face. You need to be out and vote. You need, are you voting? Are you voting? Mm-hmm. If 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 these same people came back every two years, mm-hmm. midterm elections. Mm-hmm. When we when we're when we're re-electing senators, when we're reelecting um, state officials, when we're re-electing these people with these these shorter terms. If if they're there and we have and, and we're educated on our options and and mm-hmm. we're actually putting people and we're, we're we're vouching for people that that we know represent us, then mm-hmm. we can do something. That's mm-hmm. where it starts. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts. You know what I mean? It, it's it's like finding it's it's finding the people that that because you know, they're there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm not gonna say we don't have leaders. Right. That's they're that's just true. they're just not where we need them to be. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and it's is whether we blame it on popular culture, whether we blame it on whatever, it's just that we need to get to a we need to get to a position where we're saying, like this is this is who I want to I want to know the name I want to know my my uh, my, name. my, my,
0: my, my name. senator's
3: name my congressman's name congressman my 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 favorite um, my congressperson my congressperson mm-hmm. excuse me amen a, a a a woman a woman <laughs> a woman uh, but uh yeah I want to I want to know these officials' names when I, I'm not just checking off you know straight down Democrat or straight down Republican. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to be able to write in. I mean, because let's look at Utah. Utah is a perfect example where they are not fucking with Donald Trump at all, right? <laughs> and I, I feel, uh, man, I wish I could think of the dude's name, but he's like a he used to work for the CIA, and he he's running for president. He's not he's not really winning anywhere else. Like he's not even po- like really polling anywhere else. But it's a three way race in Utah with mm-hmm. this dude, Hillary Clinton, and Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Wow. Because because the the people of Utah are like we don't like either like either one of those people. So we but we're gonna else. stand behind this dude. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so like that just shows you that if all you gotta do is come together locally, you come together locally. That's that's power. That's that that's what that's where it is.
0: But and then if um, a whole state can pull it together, my goodness! Oh, Lord. yeah! Like that's right there. It
2: can really be done. That's that's. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. At all. I mean, I was crazy. But it's
0: not. But you know,
3: midterm midterm elections are not glamorous. You don't. You don't. No. You don't get the same uh, TV time. You know, and then, I mean, in most states, in a, in a lot of states, really, you know, you don't even really see. You don't really see too many of the ads. A lot. A lot of people. A lot of these people run unopposed. hmm
2: you know I mean? it's. A, it, we just need to get it. The thing about it just is... being informed. informed like, yeah. I, For this election, I came across... What was it? Something down here called the Lemon... That's it, Lemons, The Women's League of Voters. Mm-hmm. And it had all the, the candidates in the county and their issues and, um, you know, what they thought about certain issues and that just all one by one. Yeah. And that, that really got me hip to it. But I'm like, that was a lot of information. And it's like, you know, uh, it, how are people getting this information? Are they... You know they handed it out. It's, it's, you know it was in like libraries and stuff available. like that. But you need that. You need that. Mm-hmm. You know. But people just don't know where to get it. And I got it. You know, kind of last minute. Listen. And you know people been needing that.
3: People be finding sex tapes. Yeah. They be finding yeah. mixtapes. <laughs> yeah. Preaching. Illegally download yeah. music. That'll preach. Listen. You can
0: Google, find. You can
3: yeah. find who's saying what around you. What? Like all of Maybe. this is this is public information. It's public. Are you really? If you just turned it on a C span. To be honest, and every local every local channel has a local government channel mm-hmm. where you can just turn into and watch the watch city meetings from last week, the week before. Yeah, you know, all of it's right there. It's just, it, it's all of it's right there. It's just a matter of. I mean, so the question
0: be, becomes. I mean, is it is it like we can if things get bad, we can only really blame ourselves. I know we to a certain extent. It. To a certain extent.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely We took part.
0: I mean, and this is not undermining how the system is set up, how the structures are set up, how anti-blackness is set up, how anti-everything is kind of set up. We can
2: can go shut it down. Yeah,
0: but I mean, there there are, and that's what I think it was important Dominique had mentioned, like, it's definitely people out there. It's people in communities. It's people locally, on the state level, federally, that are making moves, you know what I'm saying? We can only be ashamed of ourselves when they don't get nobody showing up to vote for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They up here putting together campaigns with zero dollars and zero cents and that's why I really you know, I'm excited too. Hey I shout guess.
3: out to my man Dennis. Uh, yeah. Uh Dennis, uh, Dennis Black. Black. My, my man uh he he ran for uh a uh um city council. Sure. City
0: council
5: position,
3: yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and definitely. Just, you know, out there doing his thing. He had the GoFundMe set up and you know, uh he he did he didn't win, but at the same time, like to have his face out there, like that was just much for me, I have much respect for the man, just for him to go up, putting out that effort. Uh, going up there, talking to the people, doing what he can to, to to try to make the change. Actually, in battle rap, a battle rapper, and uh, I think it's St. Louis, just got a city uh, city council position.
5: Of course,
3: you know. So it's like I'm, and, and you know, because he wanted to do something different, you know. And so it's uh, it's 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 available. Is it and you can get people behind you. You can get people to you can get people that's gonna that's gonna rock with you if you have the right message mm-hmm. and if like. You, if you got everything lined up, like, listen, this as a people, this is how we gonna mm-hmm. we're going to move. We're going to move like this together. You know, like we, we, it's moving on from like the old, the older order of like the Jesse Jackson and the Jacksons and the Al Sharptons and the NAACP and how, and, and, and the way in which they move, You know, it it hasn't bonded well with the, the, the newer generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And how, mm-hmm. and how they got behind people and how they organized and such and, I, and you know, it's it, I can't really explain right now what like why that disconnect is, mm-hmm. and whether it's generational or whatever the case may be. But uh, it, it's 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 there. There's a way for us to come together and organize the ways in which they did in order to kind of put people in the leadership positions and mm-hmm. and, and have the impact uh, that they had. And it's just a matter. I, of...
2: I see that shift happening. I see. I really do see that happening. People. Like what Malcolm said, uh, being politically aware, politically political aware, future, yeah, yeah, that's know, exactly you are talking I about. That, I see that shift kind of happening. So what you're talking about, I definitely see becoming a reality. You know, soon it's just but and and we it's, see it's happening in our time.
3: We see like a we we encouraging we we are we need to encourage like the, the radical aspect, right? Like when we see the riots and like we know what you're doing there for. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But at the same time. We don't need to shun the aspect of voting. We don't need to, we don't need to use it to guilt trip people either though, mm. for sure. Right, exactly. But at the same time, we need to use voting as as a tool that is there, as a tool that is is obviously coveted and as something that we can utilize to make to to make an impact on the local
2: level especially. Yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to be on we' supposed to be on many fronts mm-hmm. and and that's how the war is won that
0: gets back to the central question that Malcolm X posited and what uh, what a uh, young consciously was talking about in the video right the Battle of the bullet is not a forced choice it's a chain reaction it's a relationship between the decisions we have as we move around and attempt to make the places where we trying to raise our families and our futures in thrive and grow and that's despite all of the the systems and the structures that are set up against us um and that are intentionally set up to constrain intentional groups of people right mm-hmm. so the ballot of the bullet is like if you're not using your ballot and you're using more radical means you know is that really the do you understand the kind of dilemma or not not even the dilemma because it's not a conflictual relationship but the decisions that you're making are you using the ballot in one moment and using the ballot i mean a bullet in another but i also think it could be another twist on that in terms of do you under are you willing to die for the things that are out there Mm -hmm. happening on another level right are you engaged in things that you're willing to risk your life for that you're willing to put down your existence for and if you're not are you engaging in, you know, those intangible aspects of living, the ballot box, the systems of structures, the politicians mm-hmm. that also set up the other reality of your existence, right? How do you understand these two very important artifacts that you have to both use, right, in order to effectively navigate this thing called Black Life in America?
3: And it's and it's a matter of working together. Like you said, it's not a it's not a contentious it shouldn't be a contentious relationship. It's more so we shouldn't be debating which one we should we should be doing. It's a question of all right, y'all voting Cool, I'm gonna make sure I, I I got your back. So if they denying you that right, I'm gonna be the one that's in their face like y'all, like y'all, y'all fucking up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. So if you're not gonna vote, you're supposed to be making sure that the people are gonna vote are being able to exercise that right. Because if not, if you're just sitting back like haha, they didn't let you vote anyway, what are you doing?
4: Right.
3: You know what I'm saying? Like then what you what you, what, you, what, you yeah. what what are you standing for by not voting at that point? You know what I mean? So it's supposed to be a matter of. You know that bullet is supposed to represent. Look, just that that uh, with the duality of mm-hmm. uh, of even the civil rights movement, what, what, what they try to break up into uh, the violent and the, and the, the non-violent, non-violent. But they try to break up mm-hmm. into that, but it's, it's it's not that. It's just the uh, you know we we got the people who gonna move one way, and if that failed, plan B is right there. Like we got something for you.
0: We are here. Shout out to Lost Tribe. Eight. For continuing to shed light on a whole bunch of issues, they got some uh, videos on respectability politics. Check out con- to to consciously check out consciously on whatever medium you look for, and you'll find those videos. And we also got new stuff always coming out. So uh, episode look four, out. episode four coming soon. Episode four coming soon. It's coming soon. Eight. Shout out to the legendary Malcolm X. Thank you for paving the way. We appreciate um, you giving us something to think about and talk about, even now, way after the fact. Another successful episode of the Chop Up, gentlemen. What do you think? Thank you you for having me.
3: Thank you for having me. Of course, I'm here.
2: Domo, we appreciate you, brother. Hey,
3: I'm I'm just glad that I get invited. Yeah, that's (laughs) (laughs) huge. that's huge
0: so. two times two times on the list so yeah, that means
3: first guess and first repeat yeah we must like you so a little bit you know next time yeah. I'm putting my feet up uh, you know
0: please you don't put your feet on nothing like that <laughs> thank you very much at <laughs> any rate you know what it is you know how we get down this is a chop up KG what you, you about to say something to the people
2: good you know shout out to the people we love y'all appreciate the feedback we've been getting you know the text the comments the listens we love y'all hey you know stick stick with us we we got stuff coming
0: like a stamp to a letter baby stick with us we going places you did (laughs) we out here hey y'all my mama taught me that so if y'all ever wonder it came straight from c murder you feel me hey this is the (laughs) chop up we out this thing catch us on the next episode episode 12 is coming soon you know we out here making moves it is really really real dominique in the building kg in the building and we out yeah peace this is the chop up
1: this is the chop up this is the chop up can do it live my name is cam g the coolest Allow me to do the honor i'm with my sister Toya g and she's straight out of kc Moved to the west coast but still gonna keep it g we got together to give the people something that's free the chop up should come off organically cause on the mic or on the phone we're gonna have these conversations anyway and make sure you chop it up with us on the social media and you can chop up any day cause you can stream us in any place and didn't I say I was Cam G the coolest? Had to reel you in if you never knew us. Play from Dallas, Texas, making OG maneuvers. And this is a recording where no one can do it lava. This is the chop This is the chop up. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky
0: just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?